Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today, we're going to talk about growing strength in the Lord. Yes, growing strength in the Lord. So in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, it says this, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Let me say it again. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Christ's power and grace enables us to do all that he has asked us to do. The phrase which strengthens me is the Greek word in Domini, literally who empowers me and who empowers you. Our ability to do what his will comes from, his enabling power. Let me say it again. Our ability to do what he, his will comes from his enabling power. So our strength comes from the Lord Jesus Christ within us. He enables us with power to and strength to do his will and get through our daily day. And so this is referring to Apostle Paul's ability to be content in all things. To achieve this contentment, he needed the strength of Jesus Christ. Many people take this verse out of content instead of seeing that the strength of Jesus in Paul's life was evidenced in the ability to be content when he was suffering in need. So you hear that we sometimes take a, that, that that scripture out of contents and thinking that, hey, we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Trying to say, hey, we can do whatever we want to do who Christ who strengthens me. No, whatever it lines up in his will is what he gives us strength to do. He empowers us. He gives us strength within ourselves. And so it got, it got to be lined up in his will. Hmm. Let's keep going on. So we must always also put this precious statement of faith in connection with John 15, verse 15. But without me, you can do nothing. With Jesus, we can do all things. Without him, we can't do nothing. We can't do anything. Hmm. So let me say another statement about this. Although God assured the prophet Jeremiah that he formed him, he knew him, sanctified and ordained him, he still was paralyzed by the fear of man. When the fear of man seeks to paralyze us, we must stop saying, I cannot speak. And instead say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This averts obliterates every excuse when we try to offer for not preaching in the gospel uh, to every creature. It counters the fear of man, the fear of rejection, the fear of public speaking, and the fear of offering a stranger a gospel tract. Hudson Taylor says this, all God's giants have been weak, who did great things for God because they believed that God would be with them. Do you believe God's going to be with you, even though a Goliath might be in front of you, even though a mountain might be in front of you, or maybe some kind of debt might be in front of you, and maybe somebody rejected you or left you or, and took everything? Do you believe that God can restore it? I am a living testimony. Every material thing that I had one day was gone, and somebody took it from me. But God is not a God who forsakes his children. So he restored everything that the, that the person thought that they stole from me and gave me much better. So I just want to say I'm a living testimony that God can do it. So whether you're facing that mountain, whether you're facing that the Goliath, whether you're facing that death, whatever you're facing, you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. So it is his will that he strengthens you to get back up again. It is his will that he strengthens you to overcome that death. It is his 
his will to him strengthen you to get down that mountain. It is his will to strengthen you to bring down that Goliath, to bring down those strongholds, to bring down those lies of Satan. It is his will for that to be done. Hmm. Are you willing to go through it? Are you willing to believe he can get you out of it? He's the one that strengthens us within us. It is him, the Lord Jesus Christ, that strengthens us. So Joyce Meyer says this. I can do all the things God has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficiency in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Let's keep going on. So let's get back into the word of God. So we're going to go through Proverbs chapter 24, verse four through five. And this is what the word of God says. Through. This is what the word of God says. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. The wise prevail through great power and those who have the knowledge muster their strength. Let me say it again. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. The wise prevail through great power and those who have knowledge muster their strength. <clears throat> and so a wise man is strong. King Solomon understood the strength of wisdom and how a man of knowledge increases their strength. So there's another way how we increases our strength is by the knowledge we get our strength increases. So folly makes a person weak and vulnerable. A wise man is strong, is courageous and resolute and able by wisdom to do greater things than others can accomplish by their own strength. God is actively and involved in human affairs. Wisdom comes from God and is necessary perseveration and creativity in this world. So let's look at the meaning of knowledge. Let's look at the meaning of knowledge in the biblical knowledge, not in the not in the not in the regular definition of knowledge, but let's look at the biblical knowledge and what it means. And this is what the word of God says. Knowledge is the truth or facts of life that a person acquires either through experience or thought. That's the meaning. The greatest truth that a person can possess with the mind or learn through experience is the truth about God. Did you hear that? Let me say it again if you just didn't hear it. The greatest truth that we can ever learn with our mind is the truth about God, not the world, not the material things, not the money, not the hours, how many hours I work or what I own. No, the greatest thing that we can work in our mind is the knowledge of God and learning about our father. <clears throat> This cannot be gained by unedited human reason. It is a core only as God shows himself to people in nature and conscience. In history, providence, and especially in the Bible. So for our strength to increase, it is, it is wise to seek more knowledge from the Lord and his word in the Bible. Are you seeking God? Are you asking him? Are you asking? Are you seeking? Are you knocking? Are you getting into his word? Are you meditating upon his word? Are you reading his scriptures? Are you asking questions as you read his scripture? Do you have a personal relationship with the Lord? Are you praying to him? Are you worshiping him? Or are you just that person who goes to church on Sunday and Monday through Saturday, you forget all about God? <laughs> 
And then you wonder why you fall in short. Then you wonder why you get led in that temptation. Then you wonder why you can't overcome and why sister got this or why brother got this. It's because they're doing the work with the Lord. You can't just go work church on Sunday and not get into his word. Jesus said that we cannot live on bread alone, but we need to live upon his word to give ourselves strength within ourselves. So that's how we strengthen ourselves. That's how we bless and how they favor. That's how he elects us. That's how he gives us wisdom. It's because we are working with God. Not just, just we show up on church on Sunday, but hey, we need God Monday through Saturday too. So that's the reason why some people become weak because they forget all about God and they put that Bible up on the shelf and don't pick it back up until they go to church on the next following Sunday. That ain't going to work with God. We need God and he don't need us, but we definitely need him. He loves us. He hope his children draw, draw more close to him. So let's look at the meaning of folly or fool in the Bible dictionary. It says it is described as ignorant, abstinent, arrogant, perverted, born, aimless, inexperienced, irresponsible, gullible, careless, compliant, boorish, argumentative. He wants, and this is an example of a folly of a male. And I'm going to give you an example of a folly of a female. So this is the male. He wants everything on a plate and he doesn't think for himself. He prefers fantasies to facts illusion to truth at best he is disturbing at worst he is dangerous he is a sorrow to his parents and yet he despises them as old-fashioned there are two particular foods gallery one is the scuffer the debuker who is cynical and critical of everybody else but himself the other is the slugger the lazy man who is hinged to his bed he is he is described as throwing his life down the drain so folly, the female, seduces men with her smooth talk, enticing her pre with tempting offers. But for all who falls for her, her charms, the end is death. She will destroy you. She will rob you of your manhood. Folly is a prostitute who reduces her victim to a leaf of bread. To her, he is no more than a meat ticket. So folly and wisdom have nothing to do with qualification. Worldly wisdom, folly, is to seek to the find the most profitable option. You hear that? So folly is worldly wisdom. But biblical wisdom seeks what is the best for your characteristics. It is based not on knowledge of the world, but on knowledge of God. So God is, he's trying to focus on our characteristics. How can he change our attitude? How can he change our thoughts? How can he change our evil and wicked heart? How can he change our mind? God is trying to develop us to see the way he's seen us when he created us at first. But the world is nothing part of but the enemy who want to destroy us. And we seek about all the evil and wickedness of our lust of our flesh the lust of our eyes and the pride of life. That is the worldly desires. That is what the worldly stuff is. So folly is a part of the worldly desires, the, the lust of our flesh and the lust of our eyes and pride of life that want to tempt us and stay stuck in sin, stay stuck in strongholds of evil and wickedness. But God, but God, but God wants us to be in his wisdom, to know who we are, to overcome his conquerors, to be more than a conqueror, to be the head and not the tail, to be above and not beneath. That's what God wants to do. God wants wants to change our characteristics from our bad attitude to a good attitude. From our mind that don't know nothing about how to get out of debt to a mind that know how to get out of debt. From our credit score being 400 to our credit score being 800. God wants to flip it around to let you know I use the foolish things of the world to shame the wise because I am God all along and can't nobody stop me. 
of what I do. I show mercy who I want to show mercy to. I show I show grace to who I want to show grace to. I increase my grace on my loved ones. I increase my mercy upon my loved ones. I forgive my children. I am who I am. That's our God that we serve. He don't got to answer no question to nobody. He's God all by himself. Let's get back into the word of God. And so in um, Psalms chapter 27, verse 14, it says this, wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. King David spoke to you and to me to seek after God and to talk courageous in him. Wait at his door with prayer. Wait at his foot with humility. Wait at his table with service. Wait at his um, window with expectancy. To wait for Jehovah is ever to find the planned path, however rough that path may be. He should strengthen your heart. King David spoke to us, telling us to be confident that there is strength in the Lord for those who seek him and trust in him. Did you hear that? There is strength in the Lord for those who seek him and trust him. So waiting on the Lord is not a passive sitting around until the Lord does something. No, no, no. I can't sit on this chair until the Lord does something. Oh, he's going to pour something down on me and I'm just going to wait on the Lord. I can't sit on my couch until the Lord does something. Just be passive and say, oh, my God's going to take care of her and not do nothing. The word says faith without work. It is dead. So we got to start doing something. We got to start moving for the kingdom of God. We got to start being the salt and the light on this world. We got to start doing what God called us to do. Even if we feel free, we still got to move because God is with us. He said he never leave us nor forsake us. So we can't just think we're going to sit around and be passive and be lazy and not do nothing and think God's going to move. Hmm. Where did we get that from? Hmm. I, I ain't seen that no work. Because I'm telling you, I, 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 might, I work full time. I work full time in ministry. I do my work and I'm not boosting about myself, but I'm saying to be who I am, I got to equip myself to be who I am, who God created me to be. I got to study. I got to meditate. I got to get in his word. I got to spend time with him so he can develop who I am. You can't just think you can sit on God's promises and set up on his gifts and talents and think he's just going to bless you just like that. And you don't put no work into it. What in the world do you get that from? Worrying about it. We got to cooperate with God and God develop us who he called us to be. God create us who he called us to be. God will create us and he will make us who he called us to be if we cooperate with him. Hmm. Let me keep going. And so he brings it to us as we seek him and rely on him instead of relying on our own strength. If we are weak, it is because we do not wait on the Lord. We do not trust in the Lord. We do not ask him. We do not seek him. We do not knock. We do not pray. We do not go in his word and study his word. So that's why we weak when we become weak. But if we want to get more stronger, the, better, the, the, the greatest thing we can do is learn who our God is and get into his word and have a personal relationship with him so he can strengthen us. And we can wait up on the Lord as children of God, as a children will wait up on his parents, as a child will wait, I mean, a student will wait up on a, um, to be taught. We got to wait up on the Lord. Thank you so much for listening to Divine Inspiration. God bless you.